Known to many as the infomercial king, Kevin Trudeau got his start in the world of shady business when he was only 15, when he attended a meeting for the infamous MLM Amway. From there, he became involved in a series of dubious health products that promised to solve all sorts of health issues, from baldness to obesity and even cancer. But behind these allegedly miraculous products, there was a slew of misinformation, half-truths, and outright lies. The FTC started looking closely at these infractions and issued penalties and fines to Trudeau on multiple occasions, but somehow he kept operating in his scamming ways without many repercussions. Will the infomercial king face proper justice? Betches Media presents Not Another True Crime Podcast. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Hey guys, welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. And you know us as your partners in wine, crime, and time, because we'll be in your ears talking about a crazy story. We're both hangry. I feel like we have to say that. Oh, I just like scarfed down half a eggplant parm wrap. So I'm I'm a lot better. Oh, that I'm jealous. I'm actually super excited about this one because I just was like Googling American scammers and this guy came up and I was like, what's his deal? And like, I have never heard of him before. And he's like an just an icon and has a lot of information on him which i'm almost like how have we not heard about him before a a lot of information and i'm going to tell you right now most of it came like directly from the ftc's press releases because they have like such a hard on for this guy kevin and honestly it's warranted (laughs) yeah so kevin trudeau not to be confused with justin trudeau who i still kind of think they look alike but i think that might just be me thinking that because their last names are the same yeah, I think it's it's probably a little bit of that. Kevin Trudeau, iconic scammer, truly legendary, also legendary infomercial guy. The two go hand in hand. He was an artist. If he, I'm kind of shocked he does not have an Emmy or three because truly these infomercials were good. It, these were so good. He was like, I think known as the king of infomercials at one point. He was. That's what ABC News called him on a, when they caught him. <laughs> one of the many times they caught him. Oh man, the king of infomercials and the king of fraud. Well, one of one of many kings. One of many kings. One of many kings. So let's talk about our man Kevin. As we have already previously discussed, so far as we know, no relation to Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Kevin was born February third, nineteen sixty-three, to Robert and Mary Trudeau. He says that his dad was a welder and his mom was a housewife. And he attended St. Mary's High School in Lynn, Massachusetts, where he was voted most likely to succeed in nineteen eighty-one. <laughs> In a sense. Yeah, he probably may be one of the most notable alumni. That's true. That's true. He did succeed. And then he crashed and burned. So there's that. Um, This is where I feel like it all just becomes, I don't know, very like telling because Kevin got his start when he went to his first Amway meeting when he was 15, where he decided that he wanted to be financially free. And then, much like some of our other uh, beloved fraudsters, i.e. Billy McFarland, he started this business when he was 18. It was some kind of like mail order business. He says it earned him a million dollars by the time he was 18. But like, who who knows if that's really true? As Whitney Houston says, show me the receipts. You know what I mean? Show me the receipts. Love that. Oh, but also I was kind of curious too. It's kind of funny. You never really hear about 15 year olds who are like, I want my ice cream money to be financially free to go 
to an Amway c- convention? Wouldn't they? You, you think most people like go to get a job, you know, at the movie theater, at a checkout or something like that? He's going full, jumping right into the scams and the MLMs. I know, I know. And then, um, and then, kind of in a very other scammy way. After high school, he became a car salesman and then started doing seminars. Like, no offense to car salesmen, but like they do have a reputation for being sleazy. And then he kind of started out telling people he had these techniques that could improve their memories. But it's also like noteworthy to just point out that he never went to college or med school, but you'll see a lot of his claims are sort of medical related. And okay, so if he was voted most likely to succeed in 1981, he didn't really get that far before the law started catching up with him because in 1990, he pleaded guilty to depositing $80,000 worth of bogus checks. That's a lot of bogus checks. It's a lot. And then prosecutors say that he was impersonating a doctor when he met with bank officials, but he said it was sort of like a misunderstanding. Like he was making a joke about some, I don't know, something. You sure, know those Kevin. jokes when you write a checks, pretending to be a doctor, those LOLs. He's just a slapstick right. comic. <laughs> yeah. So for that, Kevin was sentenced to 30 days in prison. And then in 1991, he pleaded guilty to fraudulently using 11 credit cards. And he served almost two years in federal prison. It's a long time. Yeah. Time that you think could make someone either go, you know what? I've, I've been caught. Let me retire my hat, step out of the ring of what I'm doing. Nope. We're not. Nope. Not at all. So after serving this time in prison, nobody would give him a credit card, obviously. So he said that he had to apply for credit cards using fake social security numbers. He also, I think, like used his mom's credit card fraudulently. And he would also use the numbers of people who signed up for his memory improvement course. So like not good and all around fraudulent. And while he couldn't get a credit card, you know what he was able to get? I do know. A friend. A friend. Everybody needs a friend. Everybody needs a friend. One is the loneliest number that you ever knew, as the Beatles once sang. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Trudeau, while in uh, prison, linked up, clinked up, I guess I should say, with Jules Leap, who was there for attempted cocaine distribution. So, you know, the had some plans for it. Maybe couldn't follow through with it. Whole nine yards. So... While they're bonding, while they're becoming friends, he uh, Trudeau gave Lieb some self-help books, which I guess made an impression on Lieb because they connected after prison. Did they connect after prison to, you know, knit or sip tea together? Not quite. Well, they probably did that. And then also some scams. You know, what? <laughs> a Darjeeling and Earl Grey with some shade. It just really goes together. Yeah. P- pairs nicely. It pairs deliciously. Oh, that would be fun if we do like pairings with scams okay i'm down i'm down i'm, I'm gonna drink wine tonight i'll think on some so Perfect. they ended up going into business together making <laughs> these infomercials that we will get into a little bit later and selling health products for nutrition for life which is an mlm similar to amway so you know of course one- i hate how much amway influenced him it really truly amway is the original influencer the original scam all goes all rows always lead back there But here's the thing. In 1996, according to the founder of Nutrition for Life, the company's sales allegedly tripled because of Trudeau's involvement and his ability to, you know, flip some shit. I feel like he was a good salesperson. I mean, which we know. Here's my thing, and we'll talk about it later. Watching his presentation, stuff like that, and the infomercials, yeah, I could buy what he was selling if I was. You know what I mean? He's convincing. 
But then again, I also feel like I could be a good salesperson if I just lied. Like oh, that's also true. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you just have to have like you just have to like flip that switch. And to anybody else right. who I because I also know whenever I'm at a Zara and they say that looks so good on you. I know it doesn't, but I know you say that to make the sale. And let me tell you, it does work. So shout out to every person who's does it to get a check because that's your job and that's your business. So shout out. And you're also not scamming people out of millions, you're just making you buy a sweater that shouldn't have been horizontal stripes. Um, so even still, the founder was a little worried that Trudeau was taking things too far, uh, which all of you should not be shocked that Trudeau could potentially be doing this, as we just told you a little bit of backstory about his life. <laughs> he only takes things too far. Only bitches <laughs> zero to 60 and 3.5. I would not be shocked if Rihanna wrote Shut Up and Drive about Kevin Trudeau. <laughs> Maybe you got the keys. Uh, let's see who, who will be released from prison first, Kevin Trudeau or Rihanna's album. Who knows? Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> actually, I don't need her. to. <laughs> just keep on making Savage Fenty, girl. It's good. Uh, but anyway, back to Trudeau. He'd make really lofty promises to distributors about how much money they could make. Hmm. And I wrote, sound familiar? Because that was like the whole thing with Herbalife. The entire, their entire bread and butter. Remember, like they had to settle like a ton with the FTC because they were making all these promises about how much money you could earn. And it, it's, it's, it's like a tale as old as time. Truly beauty and the scam. Ah. At yeah. one point, he was also promising people free trips for signing up, but there were no trips. So the trip is that you got tripped by a scammer. So you fell. You fell for it. Yeah. Maybe yes. that was this the trip is you fell for it. That's so good. <laughs> uh, so the Nutrition for Life that had to go fund free cruises for thousands of people. Okay, but that's impressive that he got thousands of people to sign up because, like, I can't even get three people to come to a group dinner. That is true. That is hard. Yeah, he really, he's convincing. His group chat was probably always blowing up if group chats existed back then. Like, I have to kind of respect the game. I also got to say, too, not that I like Nutrition for Life, but I'm glad that they honored this a little bit, too. <laughs> I know. They weren't just like, well, you're shit out of luck. Right, being like, uh, fuck you. They're like, okay. Aruba, Jamaica, where we want to go? What do we want to do? So. Did you just have a joke about Kokomo on your Twitter or something? I don't think so, but I wouldn't put it past me. Okay, because I'm like, you just made half of that joke again. So well, I was I about the to be proud of you, well, but... I mean, everyone probably tired because the game that you missed uh, last week, I, there was a lot of singing involved. Oh, my God. Honestly, thank God I missed it because like, that's not the game for I me. I don't think Jorge intended singing to be involved, but of course it had to end up happening. I love that. <laughs> so, Obsessed. In 1996, the state of Illinois sued Trudeau and Lieb, accusing them of operating an illegal pyramid scheme. Yeah, hate to see it. Actually, we'd love to see it. We'd honestly, see Kevin it. probably hated to see it. They they both probably were not that pleased with it. Yeah. Uh, they settled with Illinois and seven other states. And then, you know, like Fifth Harmony, like Destiny's Child, not like Allie and AJ, they split up. Yep, the gang had to go their separate ways. Very vitamin C as we go on, we'll remember all the times we had together. All the scams we pulled together. Ugh. Love it. Love that remix. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, though, was like, you know, not done selling shit of dubious reputation. 
So he started basically like selling these products called the Coral Calcium Supreme Supplement. And he was doing like these crazy infomercials. And basically, like we said, he was kind of known as the king of infomercials. This is like the late 90s. Part of it was this like Coral Calcium Supreme Supplement thing, which Kevin was calling a cure for cancer. Wow, that was a real tongue twister. He was calling it a lot of things. Yeah. He also said that one of these pills had as much calcium as two gallons of milk and that the body absorbed up to 100 times more of the calcium in his supplement than any other supplements. Mm. Yeah, seems fake. But okay. This other product he had was supposed to help with baldness. He said in this infomercial that it was a hair farming system. <laughs> what? That would finally end baldness in the human race. And he said it was a breakthrough that would eliminate baldness in 60 seconds. Here's my thing, too. And I don't know if this is too philosophical, but don't you not eliminate baldness? You eliminate hair loss or reduce hair loss? I mean, science. I feel like you're thinking your, your science is too much for this guy because he supposedly like said he attributed this like cure for baldness this hair farming system to a mysterious dr callahan who discovered this system when they were studying quantum physics what i don't i don't know what quantum physics is but like i have to assume that it has nothing to do with hair loss i don't think i I, I was gonna say i don't think those really correlate that much i would go on record saying no but if any quantum physicist are listening and they're like, actually, we invented like how to like grow cuticles accidentally. What a bitch know. I'm curious. Right. And then he also said that he had an addiction treatment that would work virtually 100% of the time, which gave me big like Anchorman, like work 60% of the time, every time energy. Yeah. So I loved that. And then another product was Eden Secret Nature's Purifying Product, which claimed to clean your body of toxic waste materials and purify your body blood supply like otherwise known as your liver (laughs) well not i mean it depends on how much wine you have but it's supposed to be purifying your liver yeah okay so so now we have all these like dubious health products uh so in 1998 kevin settled with the ftc over complaints that his infomercials were false and misleading and the FTC ordered him to never make any claim regarding the effectiveness of health benefits of any products, and he had to pay up to a $500,000 fine. Then, again, in 2003, they came for him over uh, the Coral Calcium Supreme and I think the hair loss thing, and they filed two injunctions on him. And how the fun th- and he just like didn't give a fuck. Like, I was gonna say, how many times can the FTC go after someone say stop this? And then while they're not yeah. stopping it, like no, just didn't be give like, a fuck. It's very like swiper, no swiping. <laughs> oh, truly. <laughs> and also Kevin had this guy in his infomercial, Robert Barefoot, who um would talk about the the calcium supplement. I just don't feel like doing the full name because it's long and annoying. Um and he he made all these claims too in the infomercials, like he said, in cultures where people consume a lot of calcium, they don't even have ch- children until they're in their seventies, um, because like I guess they live so long that doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It does not make sense. I'm also going to go on record and saying most people don't have kids in their seventies, and most people no. can't have kids. Well, he, the men can have kids. They do all the fucking David fostering yeah. if they want. But a lot of women can't really produce it to their 70s. Right. Calcium or no calcium. Um, 
And so then because Kevin just like didn't give a fuck about that 2003 injunction, the FTC were like not pleased at all. So in July 2004, they filed a contempt order because he violated that injunction because he was still like selling these calcium supplements and claiming they were cures for cancer. Kevin. Come on, Kevin. Like, have you learned nothing? No, he's learned literally nothing. So because of that, he had to hand over his Mercedes Benz, which was worth about 180 grand and pay the FTC two million. I I think I read in like one of the press releases that uh, he paid under the two million and then gave up the car to sort of like account for the two million. Okay. But so this is where he ends up in his next like phase of scamming. So he had to agree to not do any more infomercials selling products or services. He literally had a lifetime ban on infomercials with one caveat that I'll get to in a second. That is so funny, too, that they're like, no more infomercials. You're like, yeah, you're done. You can't stop me. Like, that's his like, I want to get lifetime ban. No, I don't. That's a lie. But like, imagine if you're you're just like, you're so reckless at something making sad for life. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Okay. So um, as part of this order, the FTC said he can't make any, he can't make disease or health benefits claims for any type of product, service, or program in any advertising, including print, radio, internet, television, and direct mail solicitations. But there was one loophole because the order's ban on future infomercials was exempted it exempted infomercials for books, newsletters and other informational publications. So obviously Kevin exploited the shit out of this loophole and then started writing a bunch of books. I was going to say you go to his biography page, his wikipedia page, his anything. Bitch has more uh titles to his name than Stephanie Myers. You know what I mean? Oh more than like James Patterson. Yeah. More, Actually, probably not. That man is Rivals, though. Just a lot. Uh, he almost, it's kind of like, we you know what's kind of funny? A lot of the titles remind me of like Bethany Frankel's books. They remind me of those fake, like those spammy ads you get on the bottom of web pages like, doctors hate her. <laughs> it's literally like the same exact energy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can I tell you? That's probably where he got the titles ideas from. I think they got it from him. I think he was first. That's fair. Okay, so he's a trailblazer, our boy Trudeau, the trailblazer. <laughs> so he started self-publishing. Not shocking that these were self-published books. Yeah, I know. I was going to say. Yeah, there's, there's no random house calling. There's no... Yeah, he's Penguin not, is like, we do not want that shit, sir. Please, how did you get this number? Please, please stay as far away from us as possible. So, uh, like Sarah said, because this was after the FTC settlement, and they're like, you know... I got this loophole. So his first book came out in 2004 and it was called Natural Cures. They don't want you to know about. Who is they? We who? don't know. The they is in quotes, which is like my favorite part. Yeah. Who, who, who are you talking about? The they, they. is in the doctors? Because the doctors will tell you what you need to cure yourself. <laughs> Just they. They. And uh, shun, shockingly enough, he this book was full of some wild ass claims, almost book love, book club level book if i would want to give him a dime probably can pirate it somewhere just because i'm so curious to see how these sentences were formed oh yeah yeah he included that um sunlight doesn't cause cancer but in reality sunscreen causes cancer sure okay (laughs) um aids you know the global pandemic aids uh is a hoax you know aids you know (laughs) You guys, you know, AIDS. 
Uh, Ronald Reagan didn't. Uh, And uh, the FDA, FTC, and drug companies deliberately hid many, quote unquote, natural cures for things like cancer, herpes, arthritis, AIDS, that he also said didn't exist from the public. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) See, we already fact-checked this book. So that's the crazy thing. So he's basically making these books saying... These are the real things you need to know. And by the way, the government and like doctors and everybody's lying to you. I, I, I'm still not over that. He's like, AIDS is fake. But if you have it, don't go to the doctor. Yeah, but if you have it, the government is hiding like natural plant-based cures from you. Yeah, try tempeh. Tempeh. I was going to go with acai. Ooh, okay, a mixture. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> he claimed that the University of Calgary developed a natural diabetes treatment um record scratch the university hadn't conducted a study on herbal remedies remedies for diabetes in 20 years and sent him a cease and desist i love that he just picked a random university probably he thought that he was like you know man they won't won't check this book calgary that's in canada it's okay right they're like they're never gonna find out about this and they were like stop they were like keep our name out of your mouth yeah you're like don't bring canada into your fucking messes we got to deal with our own trudeau over here even though (laughs) so then of course with the mastermind success of uh, his first book because it caused a lot of conversation i'm sure a lot of people i mean people needed more so he self-published more he pulled up Bernie spears he gave them more in 2006 he released more natural cures revealed previously censored brand name products that cure disease wouldn't why would any why would anyone hide if they had the ability to cure disease (laughs) I don't know, but Kevin yep. apparently did. So he wrote that the FDA and the FTC, again, went to censor him and burn his books figuratively. Uh, I feel, honestly, after dealing with him for so long, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to burn him literally, too. Yeah. And then, this is kind of my favorite, because in oh. 2007, he came out with the weight loss cure they don't want you to know about, which, um, again, big, like, spam web ad energy. Always, yeah. And so, essentially, like, the book was about this sort of weight loss plan proposed by a British endocrinologist in the 50s that involved um, a 500-calorie diet. It also involved injections of HCG, which is uh, basically the hormone that pregnancy tests test for. And the diet was criticized in 1962 by the Journal of the American Medical Association And in 1976, the FTC ordered people who promoted this diet had to tell patients that basically the diet was like not proven to work. Um, But these infomercials for this book were like legit everywhere, especially late night TV. Um, It sold 850,000 copies and Kevin generated $39 million in revenue, according to prosecutors who would later take him down for this. That is insane. Truly insane. He was because like he was working on his own. Yeah, insane. And I mean, one of the many problems that I'll get into in a bit, but like in the infomercials, he called the diet a simple, no hunger, diet free method of losing weight. And it's like, bro, this is a 500 calorie diet. Um, and there, there's other like problems with it that I'll get into in a second. Um, but like, it's not it, it's none of these things. It's not simple. It's not diet free. Bro, you're lying. You're not allowed to do that. 
and he's not allowed to do that. So because of this, the FTC, and if you'll remember from earlier, he's not allowed to make health claims. And he, so, that's all he's been doing. <laughs> yeah. So the FTC filed a contempt of court action against him because these claims violated a 2004 consent order. And that didn't really stop him because in 2007, he came out with, you guessed it, debt cures they don't want you to know about. The good news is there was no junk science in this, but the bad news is the info in that book was like already out there. It was not, you know, groundbreaking. I was going to say, at least this is not medically harmful to people, but it's just yeah, Google. It's Google. I mean, a- right. Also, at least he wasn't like giving them bad financial advice, like and having people. I mean, I guess he was if he was saying buy this book, but he True. wasn't like, I don't know, telling people to like funnel their money into his pension account or something. Could be worse. Thank God Venmo wasn't allowed back then. Right. I know. Thank God he like never met Bernie Madoff. Oh, God. Yeah. And then um, in 2009, Kevin dropped another banger called Your Wish is Your Command, which this is actually my favorite book of his. Not that I've read any of them. I was going to say, Sarah, do you have a confession to make? <laughs> right. No, but basically it just helps people use the law of attraction to like reach their you know, dreams or whatever, um, which I don't know. It's like big, the secret energy. And to, and to me, that's the sort of vibe that he's been putting out all along. And I'm like, you know what? Do your like woo woo self-help bullshit, because I feel like that kind of thing can't really be disproven or not. Like there, there's no way to scientifically prove that believing something's going to happen is, is bullshit or if it works like just you know let people think whatever they want but um in the book he says he was taken in by a mysterious group called the brotherhood hmm. that taught him the secrets in the book who are these brother like who are all these people that he names all the time i don't know i don't even think i got into this because it was just too much of a side tangent but there was this thing about him being involved in this fake like the shell company in like in the Caribbean or something like that. I just, I didn't even go. It was like a pyramid scheme company. I was like, I can't get into this side tangent. That's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> it truly, it never ends. This does reach an end. Do you want to talk about this it? This does end. So, <laughs> I mean, this whole time the FTC was just like on Kevin. So in 2007, they charged him with violating a court order by misrepresenting claims in his book and in the infomercials for the book. Um, so the FTC said in a press release that the book says the diet is easy to do, can be done at home, and ultimately allows readers to eat whatever they want. Um, but when consumers purchase the book, they find it describes a complex, grueling plan that requires severe dieting, daily injections of a prescription drug that consumers cannot easily get, and lifelong dietary restrictions. So number one, this drug that you inject isn't approved by the FDA for weight loss. So you'd have to either go get it overseas or like kind of make like kind of basically get like a doctor to prescribe it to you in like a scammy way and like lie to your doctor. And here's my thing. If you're going to do this, I hope you went overseas at least to have a vacation. True. But I hope no one does this, but I know people do. No. <laughs> and also when you're on the diet, you can't use any medicines, prescription or over the counter. And you can't, you can't use any creams, lotions, moisturizers, or most cosmetics. Why? I have no idea, but it's like, damn, you just have to be ugly for the rest of your life. I was going to say a Y B I could never. My nighttime routine is the best part of my night. It's why I wake up to go to, to put nighttime like cream under my eyes. 
Yeah. And also, like, I just would die if I couldn't put any hand cream on ever. Oh, you God. I would just be like a giant flake. <laughs> Girl, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rice Krispie Treat right over here for me. Yeah. Legit. Also, there's like multiple phases to the diet. I think four. Um, and in the first phase, you're encouraged to get 15 colonics within a 30 day period. I Googled what a colonic is. I don't recommend it. Do you um, know what a colonic was? I wasn't sure and I was kind of right, but like uh, basically it's like you get gallons of water streamed into your body via a tube that goes up your butt, which is not proven to be effective to promote health. No. You, and you, before you get a colonic, let make sure someone buys you dinner don't. first because that's some personal shit going on right yeah. there. Before you get one, don't. <laughs> <laughs> At least not for weight loss because it's not going to work. And then oh, here's some bonus baloney. <laughs> this is so fun. Okay. During the fourth phase of the diet, which is lifelong... Okay, um, so you're not allowed to eat brand name food, fast food, ch- any chain restaurants. You can't eat any food that's not 100% organic. You can't eat any highly refined sugars, no artificial sweeteners, no trans fat, no food with nitrites, no meat, no poultry or dairy that's not 100% organic um, and no food cooked in a microwave. So basically, like, guys, I have a groundbreaking diet for you. <laughs> you don't eat anything. This is nuts. Like, and it, then you inject yourself with. Oh my god, this is nuts! It's so easy. It's actually so simple. You just eat nothing, inject stuff. You just die, and like, never go to the doctors because they lie to you. Right. <laughs> you just die. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, that you see was like nothing that you're saying about this diet is true. Unreal. Unreal. It's so insane. And then, uh, of course, too, they. The story, it ends, but it it was a long time coming with the FTC. So that in 2007, like we're still talking about, the FTC sued Trudeau for making false claims, like we were talking about in infomercials about his book, The Weight Loss Cures, they don't want you to know about. Uh, In 2008, he was first ordered to stop doing the infomercials for three years and pay $5 million. There's a lot of millions going, but I guess he did make $39 so it's not that shocking. I'm just still so flabbergasted at how much money he was able to drive in. Insane. However, a few months later, a federal judge amended the order to pay more than $37 million and denied Trudeau's request to reconsider. Hmm. That's all that money out on the table. I mean, that's, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but still, I'm like, whew. And I feel like the judge must have felt so cool in that moment, being like, yeah, I'm denying your request. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, you can send one. I'm, it's already denied. Yep. He uh, was, he wasn't supposed to run false ads about the weight loss book, but he ran the commercial 32,000 times. Classic. The court was able to rule that the infomercials were, in fact, false advertising. Yeah, no shit. Like, the doy? I really hope nobody tried this diet. I I hope not. I don't think... Oh, my God. 500 calories a day is just blowing my mind. I had a bagel for breakfast, and I think I passed that limit then. Oh, big time. I think 500 calories is like five apples. Like, it's nothing. 500 calorie packs... I can't live on those Oreo thins. The little sad, like 100 calorie packs that you bring for lunch and it's like three things in it. And you're like, oh. Yeah, it's like those those like really thin Oreos or like wheat thins. Oh my God, the thin Oreos are so depressing to me because I'm like, this isn't quenching anything. No. And like, they're not even that much better for you. Just, they're. I mean, they're not, first of all, they're not better for you. They're maybe less bad, but not That's... even, not, not enough to like, in my opinion, make it worth it. Just, just go for the full Oreos. Go for the double stuff. Go, go, jump all in. Yeah, because that's the thing. If you're gonna, if you're gonna have an Oreo, have an Oreo. 
Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I'm like all or nothing. Yeah. And uh, that's how the judges in the FTC felt when going against <laughs> And they were like, please, please give us nothing. So uh, the court, uh, so his attorneys argued that at most he swindled people out of $30. And it's not like he gambled away people's life savings. However, the judge disagreed. I'm surprised he didn't with that dead book. Like, seriously, <laughs> I'm genuinely surprised that Kevin was not like, okay, so put all your money in Kevin Trudeau's Bank of America account and it, and I'll return it to you five times over. Like, is it bad that I'm impressed that he didn't do that? Because I would think he would do that. We'll give him a morsel of dignity. Okay, you're right. Just a morsel. A morsel. We'll get. We'll give him an Oreo thins of dignity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the judge also, though, disagreed with this and our dignity uh, giving. He vi- said that he violated many federal court orders over decades. What you did? Yeah. Oh my God. So many. Like the FTC's like, yo, we've been talking to you. Very, the FTC was like Adele to him, being like, Hello, yes, it's me, and he just kept being like, No heart, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no love. Uh, so he was sentenced to 10 years in prison. In his sentencing in 2014, he said he became a changed man while locked up, right? Sure. I'm sure you the first time you did, did that work the first time, I don't think so, right? Yeah, those two years in federal <laughs> prison where you just found a partner in scheming, right? He said he read self help books, which I'm sure he probably wrote himself, and <laughs> oh my god, you're right, like he probably just read his own writing and is like, You're I'm right, you're right, a changed human. Uh, he also said that if I ever do an infomercial again, I promise no embellishments, no puffery, no lies, Kevin. Doing infomercials is not on the table for you anymore. It hasn't been for like 10 years. And who has the heart to tell him like infomercials are kind of no more. Like they still exist, but no one's so funny. He's just like, I swear, guys, if you let me do another commercial, it's like, bro, you already have a lifetime ban. We are so past that. He's like addicted (laughs) to doing commercials. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Uh, Shockingly, uh, his uh, portrayal of being a better person did not work. Uh, In the civil case, he tried to claim he was broke. But like we said, the FTC lawyers were like, you had, you have, you have this money. It's hidden everywhere. You got shell companies. You have all these things going on. Yeah. Uh, in one court proceeding, he even pled the fifth hundreds of times when asked about his money, <laughs> which never looks good for you people. No, no. Uh, it's like, so then he, he said he even spent $539, oh, $359 on a haircut on more than one occasion. Which I, is like, you're not doing that if you're broke. And also, guys, Google him. Like, his hair is just a normal haircut. That's 40 bucks at a barber. Well, someone, his barber scammed him, too. So I respect scamming the scammer. You're, you're honestly right. That's actually impressive. Uh, so the FTC ended up sending hundreds of thousands of refund checks to people who bought the book. So shout out to that. Uh, the shit, like we said, was dragging out for years in court with appeals and et cetera. And, the thing. and if you go on the FTC, you can literally just look. Like, Kevin has this whole section on the site, and it's just like appeal order appeal judgment it's like for for literally like years it's like a blt appeal order appeal <laughs> judgment <laughs> no mayo uh in 2017 he did try to appeal but it was denied and the appeal was done by lawyers from a company trudeau set up to hide his assets good times yeah but tell us how you don't have shell companies right like tell us you don't have shell companies tell us you have shell companies without telling us you have shell companies <laughs> All right tell us you're hiding your money in fake llcs without telling us while still pleading the fifth hundreds of times while getting hundreds of dollars of haircuts 
Legit. So a month later, the U.S. Supreme Court even declined to hear his case. So he's on. He's in prison for 10 years. He's going to come out in 2022. I believe that's when his release date is currently set. Wow. I just hope he doesn't go full Anna Delvey on Instagram when he comes out. You know, he will. Uh, he told supporters from his prison cell that he'd share two secrets that will give you success in every of course. Of, of course, if you just wire me like ramen noodles for the commissary. Yeah, because people were like trying to get, he was trying to scam his uh, legal defense fund, promising donors they could double their money somehow by donating to his defense fund. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, if they listen to him, followers would vibrate frequencies that will allow you to create the life you want. Sure. I honestly, I think self fake self-help guru is like, is his lane because it's just woo woo shit. And like, you can't, I don't know. It's like, you can't make up false health claims when you're talking about improving your life. Uh huh. There actually like, is. You can vibrate the frequencies. Fine. You know what I mean? I feel like people who believe you can vibrate frequencies are already like going to buy your book. So like, you know what? That's your market. Go for them. And if it makes them happy, everyone's right. happy. Right. It's like, it's just big, like it's a big placebo effect. So like yeah. if they're happy vibrating on the frequencies and the energy and whatever the fuck, like cool. There is an influencer that I feel like is starting to be very like paying people to self-help you. And I'll tell you about them later because I'm afraid of getting. Yes. I also feel like this is like, very QAnon adjacent. I think, honestly, when Kevin comes out of prison, if he's not a QAnon supporter, I'll be surprised. Well, because you said that he said that he was he was like uh, boasting that Trump was going to win. <laughs> yeah, he boasted that he or no, he uh, predicted that. Sure. OK, right. So I feel like he's going to come out full. Full Q. <laughs> I yeah, I just I would be pleasantly surprised if he wasn't because everything he's done so far has been very like QAnon adjacent like he's he thinks the government is after him personally and it's like okay you're right but it's because you keep like like he thinks like the FTC and the FDA are like purposely going after him so that his book doesn't get published so that these secrets don't get leaked and it's like no dude it's because you keep breaking the law that's the thing like you're not it's not suspicious that the government's against you because they are against you because you're a criminal right not against the people that are buying your book they don't care but they just want to refund their money (laughs) Right. No, but he thinks it's it's because like they don't want him to like they're mad he's getting the secrets they don't want you to know about. You know who will never scam us, though? Who? Jorge with our game. Jorge, this game better not be a scam. Unless he's asking for our social security number. Give me your social security number. Uh, and your mother's maiden name. <laughs> six seven eight triple nine six two one two. <laughs> That's the soldier boy. Can't me through the phone number. I don't know if it's still activated. Give it a whirl if you want to call it. Love it. Wow, I can't believe you still remember that. Look at your memory. Few wow. things are sadly imprinted in my brain for a while. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, did you just recite someone's social security number? No, soldier boy's phone number from his song Soldier Boy. Oh, Kiss me the yeah, phone. we all remember that, of course. Six seven eight triple nine. Fun too. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember calling it and it did go to a Get me out. <laughs> you called it? See, now I feel like it would be that that kind of scam thing that celebrities do where they're like, text me and it's a bot. That yeah, we should talk about that one time. Soldier Boy, scary. like I feel should have pioneered that endeavor. Yeah, he should have done a lot of things. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> he probably agrees with that. He should have done a lot of things. 
All right. So today we are playing a game called As Heard on NATCP. Ooh, oh my God. Which is all about infomercials, famous infomercials yes. in honor of uh, the infomercial King, Ooh. our boy Trudeau. So yes. here's what I've done. I've scoured the internet for the most iconic infomercials in history, and I've bleeped out the product names. So it's going to be an audio trivia game. I'm going to play some of these. And the first person to actually name the product that this infomercial is for will get a point. Okay. So we just uh, yell it out. Yell it out as soon as you think you know the answer. Okay. Let's if go. You, if you say the wrong product, however, it will cost you a point. So, Ooh. Stakes. So, I like it. Yeah. Okay. There's some stakes here. All right. Are you ready? Oh, yes. Yes. Here's the first one. You want to keep warm when you're feeling chilled, but you don't want to raise your heating bill. Is it a Snuggie? Okay, but- <laughs> it was the Snuggie. Sarah, on the board. I believe you said uh, it first. Danny, you were right. so close. I was so close. I was more, more Snuggie happy. I almost, I have a Snuggie in my closet. Honestly, the Snuggie, big, big year for the Snuggie. It, it was smart, too. I love it. Do you guys know how many Snuggies have been sold? God. Billions? 2.8 billion. Not billions, but about uh, as, as of 2017, it was 30 million body blankets. Wow. Okay, that's pretty good. Okay. Which okay. doesn't sound like a lot, but if you think about it, it is a ton, right? Like That is a lot. I mean, yeah. I 100% have one in my closet right now. Right. And also, what a harmless invention. <laughs> I know. Right? So oh wholesome. All right. Next up. Here we go. Hi, it's Fitz with You're going to be in a great mood all day because you're going to be slapping your troubles away with the now look, here's a potato. One slap, you got big chunks for stew. Oh my god, is it the slap chop? In a it is the slap chop. Fuck yeah, I watched too much <laughs> TV. <is> <laughs> this guy was, I think he was arrested for like punching a woman in the face or something like that. Yeah, a prostitute. He was. Oh my god. <laughs> and he actually uh, he took the slap chop too literally. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, have you heard of this product? You know which what we're oh. talking about? Is this thing so you put veggies and different sort of whatever you want underneath it, and then you slap on top of it, and it chops it. Wait, so I it's want like, this. yeah, it actually seems pretty useful because dicing onions is so difficult. But with the slap chop, you can get it done in seconds. Okay, wait. Now I'm, am I gonna buy this? <laughs> right. No, don't support. Vin- well, I mean, he didn't invent it. So. He didn't. He found it on a flea market and then just started making infomercials for it. And it became hugely successful. He also was a Scientologist. Oh, God. Everything yeah. you just said makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, oh, truly. He, so he was a Scientologist and apparently he sued Church of Scientology because allegedly they were taking some of the money that he made from Slap Chop. So it's like this well, yeah. very weird... They take all your shit. They take, yeah. like, I mean, whatever. Hopefully he won. All right. So just uh, to keep us on the Vince train, this is another one of his famous products. Here we go. Hi, it's Vince with A regular towel doesn't work wet. This works wet or dry. This is for the house, the car, the boat, the RV. Oh, I know what this is, but I don't remember like, the name. Look at this. It just does the work. Why do you want to work? I've had, I had this. this. Oh, the squishy, the squeaky? No. Nope. Bring it out. You wash it in the washing machine. Made in Germany. You know the Germans always make good stuff. I don't remember the name, but it's like that microfiber towel. That is correct. But what is the name? Danny, did, did you have a guess? It's like the squiggy? No, you lose <laughs> a point, Danny. <laughs> Damn. I don't remember the name. 
the name is Sham Wow. Wait, oh my God. Was, how could I forget? No, oh my I'm God, so my parents mad because I was so going to say that, but that's not the Sham Wow guy. That is the Sham Wow guy. Yeah. Vince. Well, didn't the Sham Wow guy die? No, that's the OxyClean guy. Precisely. I was literally because I had Sham Wow apply directly to the or something like that. Yeah. So after uh, two rounds of pl- three rounds of play, Sarah, you're at two points. Danny, you're at negative one. Oh, I have that. <laughs> oh, I really thought the Shamal guy was OxyClean. Oh, no. All right. All right. Next up. OxyClean, no. The following is a paid presentation for <laughs> brought to you by Beachbody. I need power and I need for you to dig deeper. Here we go. Three, two, one. Jump off the okay. Floor. Go. Come on. I have never done a I feel like that is as difficult as yes. Okay, well, I know it's like one of two things, but so if I guess wrong. Pressure's like, on. I know, then it's. I'm going to go with P90X. Oh, close, but no cigar, Sarah. The other one? The other one. Danny, do you know it? Mm. Oh, is it the, like the machine? Not the machine. The tape, not beach it's, body. Is insanity? It is insanity, Sarah. Ugh. Yeah. You knew it was one of those two. I feel like when I was in college, like people were so into it. I know. It was this whole thing about, you know, like high intensity interval workouts and like the right. super intense dude just yelling at you to do better. Which is my favorite form of a workout. <laughs> I need to get yelled at to do get anything done. I can't oh do the God. yoga. When Honestly, like, facts. You're trying. I'm like, I need someone to say like, you're failing. And then I cry yeah. and try you to suck. Get... Yeah. So insanity actually became America's number one workout program. So it was one of the first ones that really got out there and like completely quartered the market. So damn. Yeah. It resulted in sales of $350 million. This workout wow. program. I kind of want to do the workout just to see if I can hack it, but I'm sure I couldn't. I'm not going to try one, but you let me know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Love that energy. All right. Next up. Here we go. Ladies, when you put on that sleeveless dress, what's the first thing that sticks out? Our arms are the oh, problem is- area that we never seem to be able to find the solution for until now. <gasps> oh, is What's this that? the thing that... um? <gasps> It was the shake weight. Oh my weight. god, Danny. I I felt like we should both get a point because Danny yeah, gave I think me the assist. You both get half there. Everyone Danny missed it, but motion. I really <laughs> sold the reenactment. Yes, you did it. <laughs> the most memed motion in the history oh of memes. <laughs> I wonder if they planned that. I wonder. They could have not. Have you guys ever used one of these shake weights? Yes. Is it actually does it work? Is it difficult? Like it made my arm tired, but like even just holding out your arms for 30 seconds will make them tired. So yeah, do like this. it didn't do much for my triceps. Going to be honest. No, let me tell you, if, if you go on dates, there's cheaper ways to do it, too. <laughs> you don't need to do it. Get it. From- <laughs> oh, my God. There's funner ways of getting that. Yeah. Motion down. That's that's for sure. That'll be my infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last up. Here we go. Hi, Billy Mays here for the stain specialist. Okay, OxyClean. The air you breathe. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. No, it's it fine. was OxyClean. I knew he was going to be in here oh, somewhere. R.I.P. To, uh, to the true infomercial king. That's true. He really was. He was the king. And I don't think he did anything bad, did he? He, he died pretty tragically, though. Do you guys remember this? 
didn't he like hit his head on a flight? Yeah, he was on a flight and he was helping someone lower down their luggage and the luggage actually fell on his <gasps> head. He got a concussion, but didn't realize, went to bed and then just died overnight. Never woke oh up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Never helping anyone. <laughs> yeah. Checking is- all my bags from now on. <laughs> it's your PSA. Do not help strangers, guys. Or just check oh all your bags. It's worth it because it's like so annoying to do that. And then, oh, but I'm glad. Like, you know, he died a hero. He that. did die a yeah. hero. Not like that oh motherfucker Vince with the sham wow. He pour out some detergent for our man, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. That is awful. Wow. So, Sarah, you are the winner of this week's game. You are the sham wower. <laughs> you sham wowed us. <laughs> I love it. I'll take it. Well, then I guess it's, I mean, I guess we got to wrap it up. Well, yeah, because I do have to go eat lunch now because I am. Got to wrap it up with the sham wow. <laughs> with the sham wow. But thank you guys for, uh, I was going to say watching. No one watched me reenact a shake wake. So that's lost on them. But thank you for listening to Not Another True Crime Podcast. Yes. Thank you, guys. I know we've been putting some suggestions in the stories to comment, but also, you know what we're going to say. The best place to leave those comments is in the Facebook group, not another true crime group. Let us know what you want to cover. If you remember these infomercials or, you know, anything in between. Yes. And also please follow us on Instagram and pod. Leave us a review. Five stars. Uh, I've seen some of you guys have been leaving us nice reviews. We super appreciate it. Um, it's awesome. Please keep it coming. If you're enjoying us, thank you in advance. Uh, and you can follow me on Instagram if you want at Sarah Lameem. You can follow me at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K. And once again, we thank you guys for listening. We'll be back in your ear next week with some wine and crimes. Well, we won't have the wine. You guys will bring the wine. I might have wine. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.